episode number four of the Rayados 90 podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Eduardo Rosso, and joining me is, as usual, is Patrick. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 3 nothing win over Atlanta United in the CONCACAF Champions League, and then the 1-1 draw in the Clásico Regio against Tigres. So, Pat, um, let's start with the Atlanta game. Uh, what were your thoughts going in, um, and what, what what did you make uh, what did you make of the three nothing win over uh, Atlanta United? Hey, how are you? Uh, glad to be here another week. I think it was a great game. It was perfect uh, in all the senses. Uh, probably a little, you know, different little details that maybe could be better, but in general, it was a, a, a perfect match, in my opinion. I loved what Dorland brought to the table. Again, plus our little, I guess it was a strategy or, of trying to stop beating Martinez by kicking him all over, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, the first half for me was a little concerning. It was just one nothing. Um, but then I guess towards the, the end of the second half or the second half in, in general, the Eastar Rayalos, you know, flexed their dominance. And I'm not sure what Frank DeBoer was thinking. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was a substitution, but, but towards the end of the, the, like, you know, I think it was a 70th minute. I'm not sure when, um, you know, that, that goal from Pavon from outside the box. Um, you know, and that opened up the, the, the floodgate for another Pavon um, assist for the Gallardo goal. And you just saw it. They, 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 um, they just, they, they were just way better than Atlanta United once, you know, over 90 minutes. And, you know, I was reading, you know, tweets from, you know, the Atlanta side. And they just had a problem with Frank DeBoer's substitutions. Um, I know, I think, towards the 90th minute mark, he substituted someone off. And, and he, I don't know, it was just his whole, you know, tactics of the match that kind of did them in. Because, you know, they, they had that, they were just down by one. And then, you know, I think for them, being down by one and heading home, that would have been, you know, it would you know chalk it up as a as a win for them because, you know, going into that atmosphere, you know, they'll feel comfortable and it's easy. It would be easy for them to overcome a one nothing deficit rather than a three nothing deficit. So now they're, you know, tasked with overcoming, you know, a three goal, um, aggregate deficit, and you know, a Rayados team that's, you know, as of right now. Um, you know, finding back their offensive groove, but yeah, no. Um, so I think for me, they should win this match on, on Wednesday, and 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 advance. Do you think? Um, what do you think that's gonna? Ha- what do you think is gonna happen on on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking also a win for for Monterey, especially you know after we've we're seeing from Atlanta, not just against us, but. Today against Cincinnati, they yeah. they tie. The fans are not happy. You go to the to that full time tweet that they put out, 
and there's a, a hundreds and hundreds of responses. Yeah, no, I I seen them. I seen. Uh, I think I saw the full time tweet. Yeah, no, I saw the full time tweet um, when um, they lost three nothing to 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 um, to um, Rayados, and their fans were not happy. They were they were upset just because again of Frank DeBoer's tactics, and you know it's not easy going in and replacing um, you know what Data brought, and so. You know, like you said, I, uh, the, they they drew against a, an expansion team who's you know in their first year of existence, and yeah. <laughs> right now it's just you know Monterrey's are probably going to add more misery to their to their you know early you know disappointing season or you know their early disappointing start. So it's just if Monterrey goes in there and handles their business, they should walk away with uh with the win. But, but you know, it, it's a little bit of a little bit of me doesn't want to get too overconfident. I mean, I saw yeah. my I saw my I saw my European team. You know, oh yeah, yeah. two nothing. So I'm not to you know get you know lose after having a two nothing lead. Um, so I, I'm not too overly conf. You know, I'm not going to guarantee a win. But Rayado should win, especially since you know, like Atlanta right now is is just not not playing so well, and yeah. You know. I, I, also, you know, Monterey likes or Diego Alonso in this case likes to defend. So yeah, he's gonna be very happy I, I, we're gonna touch on that, and but yeah, he likes to, you know, when he has a lead, he likes to park the bus and defend the lead, and. You know, we might as well just touch on the, might as well, you know, touch on the Clásico Regio and what happened there. Um, Funes Mori opened up the scoring for, for for Rayados with another goal of the year candidate. That's, for me, that's already three goals, you know, three goal, you know, three goals that you can say that that's goal of the year worthy. I mean, you saw the one against America, Morelia, and now against Tigres. Um I mean, what what's there to say? That guy, <laughs> the guy is amazing. That guy is a baller. You know, I, he, you know when he's healthy, he's one of the better strikers in Mexico. And you know, I felt good in that first half. Like I thought, okay, you know what? They can actually win this match. And then in the second half, uh, Diego Alonso decided that he wanted to defend the lead. And I want to get your thoughts on just the game in general and what you thought about, you know, Diego Alonso's game plan in the second half. Yeah, uh, it was frustrating match. Um, it, gave us, it gave us great moments for us. It gave great moments to Tigres. I think it was a, it was a well, like, as a football fan, as a soccer fan, it was a fun game to watch. Yeah. Both teams had their chances. Both teams... Uh, created both teams got their you know they had their parts of the game where it was their game so in that case in that sense it was good Funes Mori you said it I mean that that dude loves a beautiful goal and he's gonna keep creating the buzz so thank you for for that uh, I just say the fact that it's it, it's in a tie and you know it doesn't 
it's not that memorable just because it's not a winning goal. But yeah. uh, I'm frustrated with with how Alonso Alonso plays. I'm just frustrated with that. I'm frustrated with Barueiro. There's things that are just just haven't been a hundred percent at the start of the season. That just you know we're starting, we're 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 taking off. It'll be little by little, but I, right now it just feels like it has to be at a hundred percent, or at least in our minds. Maybe it's gonna be a Liga and in the semifinal and the final of the Conca Champions. I don't know. Uh, for now, I'm frustrated. I don't like what the Alonso is is giving us with this beautiful team that we have. And uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not told on that. But as far as the uh, uh, lovely game uh, as, a, as a football fan beautiful we're still on beat so it's fine it's against it is a tough team uh, but the classic correcto I think lived up to the expectation I know a lot of people try to be like no this team have to be creating four to three goals or you know or games and, and it's not like that those are these are teams that like to they attack uh, and when they attack they're they're concrete yeah, yeah. No, I think non-biased um, football fan. It it lived up to his expectations. It was you know the crowd was electric, the the you know the both teams had their scoring chances, and like we said already, Funes Mori with the you know with the spectacular goal to open up the scoring, and then it's just Diego Alonso. I'm not sure. Like I, I, I like the guy. I usually don't. I'm not that harsh of a critic on him because, you know, he, he's for some for someone that, you know, he he hasn't won anything here, but he's gotten us close to winning something. But man, it's just I, I don't understand why he decides to protect a lead when when we're just up by a goal like i don't understand why this team didn't try to try to attack and, and try to add one more goal to their to their lead because i, I don't know like you, you they gave up 63% you know the ball or the possession to to tigres in that second half and when you give tigres you know a team like tigres with a lot of offensive you know power they they're going to they're going to you know they're gonna hurt you, and you know eventually, you know they capitalized on a Barovero mistake. Who I don't know what he was thinking in that goal for you know the Quinones goal. He was he was in his net, and then he gave you know he he drifted a little bit, and he gave Quinones a window to shoot, and it went in. And it's just little mistakes like that that make you think you know is is Barovero uh uh an elite goaltender that can, you know, be, it's, it's just, you know, mistakes like that, that kind of make me shake my head when it comes to Barovero. That's already, I think, six points that he's cost us with, you know, a mental mistake. You know, we saw it against Pumas and now we saw it against Tigres. And it's just, this team likes to defeat itself by the, either by the way they play, like tactic-wise, or just mental mistakes. And I'm not sure if you saw, um, if you agree with that. Um, 
because you know let's touch on that battle vero mistake um what were your thoughts on that you know quinones goal when battle vero I, I like i said i don't know what he was thinking there he just gave quinones a window to shoot and you know eventually scored and tied the match yeah i think he was i don't know trying to to guess what uh, quinones was doing but there wasn't there wasn't any any need for that. I mean, the, the Tigres attackers were well covered by our, our central defenders, and uh, Barovero needs to to be aware of that as well. So I don't think I, he he just I think he just made a bad guess. Try to try to you know get one step ahead of the attacker. The attacker, uh, well, you know, saw the gap and, and shot. I don't know if well I don't know if it was a shot, but it looked I, like it I, was. Took advantage. Yeah, no, I think Quinones was. I think he thought maybe Quinones was gonna cross it, and then once Quinones saw Barrovero, you know, open up a little gap for him to shoot, yeah, and then he shot it. So that's that's what I think happened. That's my take on it. And then I wanted to get back to Diego Alonso's tactic, you know, of defending the lead. I'm not sure if you saw the post game. Um, comments by Funes Mori he yeah. kind of guessed you know he's he didn't throw Alonso under the bus but he did question it or you know his tactics by saying it was a an, an error to um try to defend a one nothing lead and he wanted you know the, the the squad to attack more so it's like you know when you have the best player or you know arguably the best player on the team questioning the 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 coach's tactics it kind of makes you think like he he has to listen to what the players are are wanting to do obviously he can't let them decide all you know all the all the tactics but you know a one nothing lead it's they shouldn't have you know sat back and conceded the possession to tigres and and as we saw, it, it came back to bite them. Yeah, uh, I like I like that the players are are speaking because it's, there's clearly a frustration, not just from the fans but from the team. Uh, you know, they 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 got the squad to to maybe put a couple or even three goals to, to an opponent, and then you can go back. But, yeah. But you know, look for that second and the third one because. If not, the same thing will always happen. Will there will where they'll just especially because what uh, Alonso always does. We're one nil up. We take out Maxi Mesa. We take out Aviles. We take out Dorlan, and you know we we fill everything up with midfielders and defenders. So when they tie at the 80th minute or you know 70th whatever, we don't have the attacking man to go forward and get that second goal so it always ends as a tie it's 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 impossible and that's i don't think he'll ever he'll ever change his ways i mean coaches are normally you know married to their idea but you know you can adjust the list of at least try to try to try to get the most out of your players because we have the best attackers in the league that's for sure i mean i'm convinced of that it just we don't have the right coach, like we said in that episode. We don't have the right coach for them, and and I I, I I'm missing, or I'm not missing him because he's never he was never in Monterrey, but I'm 
desiring Matias Almeida because he's yeah. a guy that with talent he always always proposed uh, an attacking style. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's just I when when Funes Mori scored that goal, I thought you know Diogo Alonso was gonna pass you know the toughest two weeks that he was gonna have as a as a you know mm-hmm. so far this season because you know he had Atlanta United coming up, he had the Clasico Regio, he had Chivas, he had you know the the second leg against Alianza, so you know he had all these important matches. And, you know, they defeated Alianza, they defeated Chivas, they defeated Atlanta United, and they were on the verge of defeating, you know, Tigres. And then, you know, he went back to his old habits of, you know, defending leads when, you know, he has this small club mentality, you know, this coach that usually coaches at small clubs where once they get the lead, they'll they'll defend it at all costs and, and, I just like you said he'll he'll take out important players offensively like Pablo and like Maxi Mesa to either add uh, add more defending you know or add more players you know to the midfield that way it could crowd it up and then when when Tigres scored there was not a lot of players offensively to try and you know get that second goal and try to get the win it was just you know what we'll settle for the tie and it just gets frustrating because, you know, now they drop the third with Leon winning today. You know, the, Leon's the super leader and, and it bumps, you know, Monterrey to, to third. I mean, not not that it's a big deal, but still, you know, it's to to say that you're unbeaten, but, you know, in yeah. third place, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, you know, in La Liga, but still, you know. I I would I would rather I want to you know it's just I like to see them finish at the top of the league, um, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's just you know same story different day with Diego Alonso and you know we're not the only ones criticizing him you know all of Twitter last night was just you know they were you know ripping into him about his you know question you know his ideology to defend that one nothing lead. And and just you know it was just frustrating to see just because it was a whole match and you know Tigres had most of the possession of the ball, but overall, um, like we said earlier, it was a good Clásico Regio. There wasn't any violence like last year, for the mm-hmm. most part. It was just you know it, it was it was it lived up to expectations. I mean, obviously we would want the win. But um, you know, it, it lived up to expectations, and now switching over to what's going to happen, you know, in the middle of the week, and the, I think this weekend, um, Rayados got Tijuana on the road. Um, just if you want to, let's preview that. Yeah, um, we already touched on Atlanta United. We we both agree that um, Rayados should move on. And face either the winner. I think they face the winner of the Kansas City match. Yeah. Against um, Independiente. Yeah. So right now, Independiente has a one nothing lead over Kansas City. Uh, um, 2-1. 2-1? Oh, yeah. 2-1. 2-1. Two, one, two, one, two, one, my mistake. Yeah. Um, but it looks like if Independiente holds on, 
they'll get Independiente. But either way, it's two it's two clubs that they should beat. You know, they, it, it, no matter who, I think I think we're gonna get another Clasico Regio in the Concacaf Champions League, and then yeah. you know, depending on how everything sets out in La Liga, I think we're we're due for one there if it all goes, you know, according to plan. But 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 you know, back to to the Atlanta game. Um, let's just get you know your your prediction for that match before we you know preview the Cholos match. Yeah, uh, for the Atlanta game. Uh, I, by the way, Stefan Medina is now training back with the team, so that's great news, especially because Layun's performance did go too well with fans. So yeah, I saw that. Yeah, not a lot of. Yeah. yeah, he kind of kind of had a bad night, rough night last night, but you know that's good to hear. Yeah, so Stefan coming back is always good. Uh, and I guess Atlanta, I don't know. I maybe at one game, I don't, I don't see I don't see us going out going out there and, and beating them by a lot. Just maybe if, if we win, it'll be a one you know, two one win. I'm guessing, but 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 something like that, one one or two one. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in the same ballpark. I think it's probably going to be a one-one draw. I think if I don't know, I think I think Alonso's going to try to defend the lead. Um, but even then, even when he tries to defend the lead, we can usually count on Monterrey to grab one goal. But you know, I think if if we grab that first goal early on. It pretty much seals the victory for us. Um, I don't see Atlanta scoring, you know, four goals, five goals, or whatever they need to win on aggregate. Um, but I think it's going to be a one-one draw, um, and then we just move on comfortably. And then against Cholos, um, I need to look up their, you know, their standings. Um, I have it. I have them here. If you want me, if you yeah, want me go to ahead. They're Monterey's in third place now with Leon going to the top of the table, Tigre second, Monterey third. And in sixth place is Tijuana. So if we, if if it will be La Liguilla right now, we will face them in the quarterfinals. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's a, it's a, if the season ended today we'd get we get Tijuana. Um I'm not gonna sit yeah. here and yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I, I watch every Tijuana game. Um yeah. they didn't look good against Pachuca just this weekend. Yeah, they they didn't look that good. Um, what I've only seen maybe about two or three matches of them. Um, it's they look like they're a scrappy team. They they look like they're um, they're they're like a team that will like to defend first and then hit on the counter. I gotta look up, but I gotta look up their numbers. Um, they so yeah. Well, they got. Five wins, four losses, and in terms of goal, score, they've scored 12, and they've received 13, so they're minus one. In the, oh, so yeah, in the, so they have a goal differential of one. Yeah, it looks like, I don't know, I, 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 it's, they, they, in terms of, you know, they only have two players with three goals. It looks like, for me, just by looking at all this, again, I'm not, gonna sit here and pretend to be a Tijuana expert but you know only having about one two three four five six players 
Yeah. Um, you know, on on the score sheet, and you know, two players pretty much containing half of their of their goals. It, it kind of feels like they're a team that likes to concede possession, and then take you know take you know be opportunistic and and grab a goal when a team either makes a mistake and hit you know hit them on the counter. So I feel like this is a match where. Monterrey will get plenty of, of chances to score, you know, or you know, get some scoring chances. So um, again, it's a game that they should win. Um, it's going to be on the road in Tijuana, so that you know might factor in a little bit. But still, I think they should, you know, be able to win this match. Um, I'm not sure if you agree or disagree with that. Yeah, I think I think Cholos have been pretty inconsistent or yeah inconsistent this season they've won games where you expect them to win and they've lost games where they shouldn't be losing. and but but super 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 inconsistent in general i think oscar pareja the coaches uh you know um oscar pareja is just getting started and he's typically what was he saw he did with dallas that he, you know, likes to create a system. He 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 likes to bring youth players to play and the youth teams to play in the that team system so that youth players can come up faster. Uh, so his job is really just getting started. Uh, he's gonna be well. In theory, he should be in there for for the long run, and they'll they'll make a a, a better team in a couple of seasons. But for now, they're doing what they can with what they have. They're as I said, they're inconsistent. So, so hopefully we get them in the bad side of the inconsistent, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Especially, especially with them at home because they're they're a good, you know, home team typically. And um, I just hope Rayados tries to bounce back from the, a tie against Tigres, which is crazy to think about. To that you need to bounce back from that. But we do. We need to win, and 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 uh, especially away, it'll be. It'll be a great confidence. Yeah, and, and and Tijuana is also playing in the middle of the week, so they're playing in the Copa MX against um, you know Morelia. So you know they 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 also have to. They're also going to be, you know, they also got to play during the week, so they got to, you know, also rotate their their, their squad. So you know, it's it's going to be an even even matchup because you know obviously Rayados play on Wednesday. Um, Tijuana plays on Tuesday, so both of these, you know, teams are going to be having rotating squads. So it's interesting to see how Diego Alonso handles that. Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a crazy two weeks. I mean, the the Clásico Regio didn't go as planned. I mean, we didn't win it. Uh, it it's good to draw. You know, it, it's not a bad thing to draw, but you know, it, I really wanted that win, especially when. When we got when we went up first, and you know we were just like what twenty minutes, fifteen minutes away from from winning that match, but but overall, you know it's you know it's it's we're gonna have to you know put it together and and close out Atlanta and then get the win against um Tijuana. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it you know overall I think we'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I know we act like. Everything's wrong right now, but we'll we'll be okay. Um, it's just you know, we're in the we're already 
at the end, we're getting to, you know close to the end of the season, um, and then you know the the Champions League, we're about to hit the semifinals. So there's a lot, you know, it's starting to, you know, we're starting to feel that pressure a little bit. But but yeah, I think we covered everything that we wanted to talk about. It, it wasn't going to be that long of a podcast; it's about thirty minutes, just because you know it's. Pat has things to do. I'm kind of feeling sick, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so if you want to add anything else, Pat, before we go out? Uh, no, I think, yeah, we covered it all. I think this is well, waiting for the Atlanta game in the CONCACAF Champions League. This is what we always or all of us said that it will be the hardest or the toughest test for the Alonso so far. And beating Atlanta, tying against Tigres 1-1, and you know, most probably going through against Atlanta on, on uh, during the week. I think it's he passed. I think he passed. Yeah. Uh, I think he not only well, not only passed, but I think he should be getting also that credit because we also beat you as a way. I forgot about yeah. that. We also beat you as a way. Yeah. So, uh, so not too, not too. Like I said, I, I still feel the same way about Alonso, where he just he frustrates me so much. But at the same time, he's getting us through. And uh, yeah, if, we, if 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 those getting through, if it means we tie sometimes, mean titles at the end, then I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I think you know if we're giving him a grade, um, I, I'd go with maybe a B minus. Yeah, just because right. he had he right. had he had that that Tigres game in the bag, but yeah, you know he decided sucks. to defend. You know he rather he decided that it was more important to defend the lead. So that you know I got it for that. I mean I don't yeah. know what kind of grade you'd give no, him. I I I'm around there. Let's let's just also say this: the, always in the classic regios, every everything gets multiple by a thousand yeah yeah because it's a classic regular yeah so yeah. if you if you mess up during classic regular you do something great like when somebody did it's time so yeah. well it, it's it we, we just need the hype to go down a bit go down a bit and uh continue with the regular league mx season yeah ahead. and uh i'm sure i mean yeah b minus sounds fair yeah um just as usual follow follow the Rayados 90 podcast um, Twitter account, which is at uh, Rayados 90. Uh, you know, we have gifts, content, opinions, and all that. So, you know, just follow the account. Um, I just want to say just thanks to everyone that's listened. Um, earlier in the week, I, I, I kind of took a, a look at the numbers. And just three episodes in, we've gotten over 100 listens. So yeah, it's it's it's. I never thought you know. I thought it would take some time, just because yeah. we're working through the audio. We're trying to we're trying to test out new microphones and see what works and what's not. So you know, again, we apologize if if it if it sounds a little, you know, not so good. But you know, we're you know, I'm trying to make this last and be a staple for Rayados English content. And so, yeah, just, you know, again, thanks to everyone that's listened. Um, Pat, if you want to plug in your Twitter account so people can know where to find you. Yeah, my Twitter account is Twitter Deportes. (laughs) I tweet sports, literally. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, from from what you were saying about the Real 90 podcast, I mean, 
not only is it on its way to become a English hub or place for Rayados fans, I think it already is with the short time that it's that it's been since it was created. And yeah, when you when you sent tweeted out that that it has over a hundred plays already, I mean it doesn't sound crazy, but it does. It like it's a hundred times that somebody listened and thought it was uh, good content, you know. And so we appreciate every one of you and also Eduardo for creating this cool, very cool platform. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I just, yeah, like I said, I thought it would take some time just because, yeah. you know, I started this in in February pretty much, and we're barely in March, and we already have 240 people following the account and That's over crazy. 100 people listening. So, I, you know, again, thanks. Um, definitely, um, we're, we're definitely trying to improve our audio stuff. And like I said, um, if you want to contribute, um, just hit us up with a DM on Twitter and, and, you know, I'll definitely get back to you. But other than that, um, you know, we'll talk to you guys next week um, and recapping the Atlanta, you know, second leg and the Tijuana match. So, you know, talk to you guys later.